0: Okay, let's get to Mike Cattell. He trained Zagalo yesterday. It won uh, the Country Classic yesterday at Rose Hill. It was a terrific win. He's on the line. How are you, Mike?
1: I'm well, guys. How are you?
0: Oh, well, thanks. You're becoming a star on this radio station. How's things
1: down at Nara, Mate, um, I'm about 30 minutes north of Nowra in Kangaroo Valley. Mm. Um, and Nara is our closest track, which we're registered to. Um, but yeah. Um he's the horse is fine, he's he's eaten up overnight and um watched the replay a few hundred times. <laughs> exactly. Well you can do that these days, unlike
0: the old days when um the Packers had a horse win at Ramwick and I think the, the movie Zulu was on on a Saturday night and they said, we interrupt this this movie to show you race six from Ramwick because Frank Packer over at Bellevue Hill wanted to see his horse win again. Anyway, I digress.
1: Mike, have you only got two horses in work? Did I read that correct? Yeah, you did. Um, wow. The, the reason for that, I've, I've, had, I've had more before um, average horses and when this fella come along, I just didn't want to take on any more horses because, I can't really leave anyone else to look after them if I travel this fellow. Mm. So I, I've been reluctant to take any on. And the reason why there's two is the other one's his workmate or his, um, his pace setter. Wow. And uh, it also just keeps him calm in his work because we've obviously got to put him on a float to get to the river or to get to the beach. Or, you know, if he goes to jump outs at the track, we've, he just goes a lot better if he's got a mate with him.
0: Fair enough. Mike, what's doing? Blokes are texting me this morning saying, can you please thank him for tipping Zagallo on air, a $10 pop yesterday. And if those that didn't hear it, this is what the great man said yesterday on morning this show or on this station yesterday just morning. 24 hours ago.
1: Now, I took him to Canterbury. Oh, he's probably only 70% fit there. And I thought, we need to give you a bit of a run for this race. You know, there's no barrier trolls around that distance. And he just jumped out of the ground. So, look, I, I think you'll win today, and I think, you'll win, I think you'll win well. You're a superstar.
0: No, no. Can I criticise you, Mike, for something? Do you mind? Yes, mate. Go for it. He won, but he didn't win well. Yeah, there you go, Mike. <laughs> yeah, he let me down. <laughs> all right.
1: He let me down. <laughs> that was unbelievable. You declared this horse yesterday. It started $10. Well, I've, apparently it was, it was $26, and then um, all of a sudden, yeah, i said a few words and he came right in but but you were right geez you
0: you must rate him as a horse if you you know you want to travel this horse you want to do all this and so therefore you don't take any other horses on because you don't want to leave them alone because you're
1: confident of moving this horse around australia chasing good races well that's exactly right And, and obviously i was i had a very confident week and and my daughter um she was very confident like Although it was a country race, he has raced in the city pretty much his entire life. And we just knew that he'd come back this prep because he'd acclimatised. And the work that he's been giving us has just been outstanding. And I just couldn't see them beating him. And the only thing in the back of my mind after declaring him was, geez, I wish this was a 2,400 metre race. So, look, I, I think he's run superb at a distance that's not really his go. And I'm really impressed. If you have a look, I think 300 meters after the line, he was still trucking along, not letting anything go past him. And half the field had turned up, pulled up to go back to the mounting yard. Here's so you, he he's just an absolute warrior. And the further they go, the the better he is. Like he, 2,000 meters is half of what he's probably going to be the best at. What you say? He's a warrior, and he must be
0: because I heard you yesterday morning in that interview, and you talked about how he'd had a bowed tendon, and, and originally I think Chris Waller bought him out of was it? Bought him from overseas or from somewhere? And he'd had a bowed tendon and needed to be rehabbed.
1: That's right. He he come he come out of um, I think he was with um, Nassaluta um, or, or one of the one of the big owners in England, and they sent him over to Waller after about five runs he'd never missed a place the horse as a two-year-old and a three-year-old and then Chris got him and um they had a few troubles with him early days which which I since learned after I bought him and he he can get very strong for the rider and he he's very hard to control he just wants to do everything at 100 mile an hour Um, Chris had him flying I think he was He was right up in the 88 benchmarks, running seconds and thirds. And one of those races, he's bowed the tendon. And they obviously didn't want to persevere with him and moved him on. So, look, I I rang Dad and I said, we've got to buy this horse at whatever it costs. And he was eight grand. Wow. What an investment. Your family races him, right? Yeah, Mum and Dad own him um, with myself and... Look, I, I didn't really want to put anyone else. This is the third tendon I've rehabbed um, with horses. I don't really like putting owners into broken horses, just because you know they're, they're they're suspect to going again. Yes, and I don't want to have to ring them and say, "Look, you've just invested this money, and he's he's broken down again." So, look, I I pay for them and I, I wear the cost, but then. You know, when they win a hundred and sixty thousand dollars race, geez, it's bloody good money. <laughs> it sure is. Hey, Mike, we've
0: got a text come through on the open line. Uh, no name on this. Please confirm that Mike had something on Zagalo at big odds. Did you have anything on the horse?
1: Well, I didn't have a I didn't have a dollar on him. You know, and the reason being is eighty five grand of the winner. It's it's a pretty good chunk. So I didn't don't think I needed yeah. to back him. But I tell you what, I think everyone I spoke to during the week did. Um, a couple of mates who who don't mind having a punt. Um, they've just said the biggest thrill was just hammering the tab yesterday. I think they... <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those great racing
0: stories, Bulldog. I I just love, this is like the, the coup, it, it, like it. Everyone got on board. But not only that, it, um, Mike, you didn't hide away from it. You declared it on radio.
1: Well, yeah, I did. And I, I was very confident that he was just better than them. And, look, you know, we I, I've been to France. I've been to England. I've, I went over there to learn how to train stayers from some of the best trainers in the world. And I, I got the ability to ride uh, or got the chance to ride some of their really good horses before they were going into group races. And, I rode one in in Shanti for John Hammond, and I said, this thing's a warrior. Anyway, two weeks later, it it ran third in a group one. Then I went across to Yorkshire to Mark Johnson. I rode a group two winner there. And then I bought this horse and galloped him, and I thought, geez, he'd carry those horses. What am I doing here? And um, so I just thought, if he can carry those gallop form into the race... They just can't beat him. I just couldn't see anything beating him. And then when they put the price up to $26, I was like, I just can't work this out. This this horse is so much better than this field. Although not fit, I think he can still win unfit. So I was very
0: confident. Hey, just quickly, Mike, we've got to keep moving. I talked to you all day. Just where's he race
1: next? Look, um, I'm probably going to spend the next week swimming him. He just swims... He swims a lot. He swims eight minutes just about every day. I'll just see what he tells me, but I, I've got three weeks into Mooney Valley, 2,500 metres uh, the day before Christmas Day. Yep. And then we've got a one-week back up into the Bagger at Flemington, which is the listed race. And that's that's the race that he's been set for all prep. It's 2,800 metres. It ticks a few Melbourne Cup boxes too if if he can win that. Wow. But it also gives us that opportunity to which I want to do, I, I really want to take the horse to to England. There's, a, there's not many two-mile-plus races in Australia. You've got the Melbourne Cup, the Adelaide Cup, Sydney Cup, where in England and, and France there's, there's 50 of them. Mm. And I just think he's got the constitution and the capacity to, to match it with them, but I've just got to prove that to everyone else by winning a good race here first.
0: Well, Mike, it was a great story. Thanks so much for being so open and honest to all the punters who listen to this radio stations. Congratulations and best of luck when you take the horse to Melbourne.
1: No problem. I'll, I'll let you know how he's going then.